Yep. Here we go. Yeah. This is. We'll let the uh, theme music. We're the Dream Warriors. Love that voice. We won't dream. Take the vote. We're the I'm glad you have a budget for this. Someone's got a budget. Maybe tonight you'll be gone. Listen to that. Yeah. So, uh, this is Peter. We're sitting here with Norm. Hey, how we doing? And we are, we're going to be talking about um, Suicide Squad. Yep, yep. The Dream Warriors. And essentially, uh, we're just going to break the movie down, give our thoughts. Uh, we can update everything with the box office. Yeah, yeah, not, uh, well, not too bad, but not too, uh, no, we'll I, see. <laughs> I, you don't know, I, we, we were talking, you don't know what the numbers were, right? Not so, the exact numbers, but I know, uh, it, it took a bit of a hit so on in, Saturday. In Dream Warriors fashion, what we'll do is we will, we'll jump right to the box office. So we know what Thursday was, right? The 20 million, roughly. Right up. Uh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, exceeded expectations. Um, when I saw the movie on Thursday, um, I saw this uh, with this other friend of mine, and he he was saying like ten million, and uh, my opinion was between fifteen and seventeen, right? Because uh, yeah. it was tracking very well. The social media wave, yeah, was it, it, it was getting bigger and bigger as yeah. we were getting closer, and it, you know, came out, popped out the twenty million baby. And then right now we're at 135. Okay. Okay. So it's it's I think it's a little bit under. It might be 20 million under Batman vs Superman. Gotcha. And you know Batman vs Superman should get that number anyway like, because it's two titans going head to head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your two biggest guys going head to head. Um, it's a, it's a slam dunk mm-hmm. in, in in my eyes and. You know, this being a new everything, uh, I still I still look at it as a original franchise. Oh yeah, because there there's not much in the comics for them to take from. No, and and I really think they they took a little bit of the new fifty two, but they really just said that the hell with. Well, how many how many runs have they had in the comics? Um, they really kind of had four big runs. Okay, not big, but attempts. Okay, the one was in the 60s with the Brave and the Bold. Okay. And they were more of a military team. They would hunt down like a giant crocodile, stuff like that. Okay, they were almost like a uh, Challengers of the Unknown. Okay. For uh, like practical missions compared to the Challengers of the Unknown. More Earth-based, less fantasy. Okay, um, if you all know who Challengers of the Unknown are, that's DC Comics um, Fantastic Four. Okay. That they've kind of abandoned, and right now they would be awesome, like, as a movie. Because um, you can make that movie and do all the Fantastic Four stuff and just, like, take away that, that steam. And then what happened was you had the um, Crisis on Infinity Earths. Right. Okay, so uh, we call that post crisis. So we're hitting the 80s. And they came up to a mini series called Legends. Okay. Like it might have been like issue two. Two or three, they they kind of brought the team back and, th- and then that jumped into a um its own series. Okay, so that was and I would say like that's that's the hype. Okay. Okay. Um and at that point, uh it was written by a guy named John uh, I'm butchering his name, like Ostrader, Oslander. Okay. Uh, and if you in the movie, the the one of the buildings is named after him. Okay, it's like a bank building. It, I'm pretty sure it's the one that they rescue Waller out of. Right, the on. building that she's holed up in is where they go. Okay, gotcha. and you, you see it like right there, like it's it's. And I thought that was a great nod. Uh, so at that point, the new Fifty Two comes around. So we're 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 jumping ahead, um, and they put Harley Quinn on the team. Okay. They toughen the team up, like more violent, a little bit in reaction to what Marvel did with the Thunderbolts. Right. Oh. Uh, at that point, the Thunderbolts had Deadpool, Punisher, Red Hulk, Electra, <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty sure Venom. Okay. So it was just murderers. 
Like, just, okay? Cold-blooded killers. Yeah. And the biggest takeaway from the New 52 was this evolved Harley Quinn. New new design, new costume design. Might have been designed by Jim Lee. Okay. The, the greatest ever. Uh, I think he's greater than Jack Kirby, and I know that's blasphemous, but uh, the, guy, the guy's just endless. Uh, he makes you care about DC characters. You know, and I, I, it's to me, caring about DC characters in the comics is so freaking hard. I um, believe it because it, they just they do what they do. So they they put a new design, new Harley Quinn, new attitude Harley Quinn. She's not so connected, like neurologically, to the Joker. Yeah, she's, she's not so Mister J. Yeah, she's independent, and at that point, what they did with Waller, which was highly like very interesting uh and let me just give me one second i'm willing to just make sure we're still recording uh i think we are okay yeah sorry uh waller in the new 52 is a skinny hot black baby. right okay right mm-hmm. and she has trouble eating okay so, i didn't know that part yeah so i i think if the new 52 kept going she would have blowed it up okay i think that was the intention and what they did with Waller was they put Waller on an earlier incarnation of this like uh, they might have been called Team 7 they were a Black Ops team only like a few issues so within the New 52 they set up Waller as an operative so she now has an institutional knowledge and she knows her way around the government black tape red tape whatever type of tape okay um she can get things done and they you know they set her up as almost uh, again like a nick fury so that the new 52 suicide squad didn't last too long okay and and that's about it so with suicide squad you have something very similar to guardians of the galaxy where it just never took off yeah it was just uh ideas in the ether of the comic like continuity for both companies just something floating around like the membrane uh and every decade get resurfaced and maybe get three years out of it yeah i was gonna say like didn't wasn't guardians longest run like 18 issues uh might have been 18 uh, there was there was a future guardians that lasted like 2099 right yeah but they were and they were strictly guardians of the galaxy they were all in this like future I don't know what future number because they all have numbers now, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that got up to issue fifty. Okay, <laughs> might have been like fifty or sixty, and that was still during the '90s. So you had I'm trying to remember because you know you had landmark issues. Okay, so like I think issue fifty might have been Galactus and had this hollow foil, like etched cover, just like awesome stuff. Like uh, and um, true '90s style. Yeah, and like they. It, it it did its work. Uh, Suicide Squad, the the reason why it always came back is because the idea kind of cuts ice. It cuts glass. It explodes. It's it's a it's a crazy awesome idea. It's comic book expendables. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't and, have to worry about. And it's something simple. So yeah, the movie did one thirty five. Right. Okay. Made by uh, David Ayers. And I think I had a little bit more of a background with him. You definitely than, do. Than I'm pretty David. sure this is the first David Ayers movie yeah. I've I've seen. So up until this point, uh, prepping to see the movie, I had I hadn't seen Fury yet. I've only saw Fury in a little bit of a chunk, and he he's really good with writing villains. You I were think, saying. I think he he writes villains in every one of his movies. Every single one of his movies are all villains. Um, if you go back to Harsh Harsh Times, that's a um, Christian Bale movie. Okay. Okay. And then there's Street Kings and The Watch, Sabotage, Training Day. Okay, I've seen Sabotage. Okay, yeah. Sab- and I'm I'm familiar enough with End of Watch. To yeah. Know. So Sabotage too, like and you everyone within that team, mm-hmm. but uh, you just don't like. Right. Yeah. They're they're, they're all they're unlikable dark. assholes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fury did that too. Okay. And and it's great because they're killing Nazis, and you know Brad Pitt's character just kills Nazis and has this hatred for him. Um, 
like in the way that he doesn't want to get out of the war like they kind of balance it out in, in other movies mm-hmm. Brad Pitt just wants him dead I gotcha and if the war goes on for or 20 more years he will he'll be happy roaming around Germany <laughs> hunting down Nazis so I think every single one of his movies including the ones I like mm-hmm. like I thought Sabotage was great uh, ending could have been better yeah uh, Fury ending could have been better okay uh, training day could have been better because if you didn't see that like Denzel kind of he dies at the end of that spoiler uh if you didn't see that coming then yeah I mean like, he's a like, dirty like, cop you're, you're, you're not really <laughs> watching the movie uh I think um I think and the watch is his most complete effort okay uh so he's he's a capable guy I think it was the right material for the right dude uh, I think for what happened in that movie, I think it was very well done. It was it was unique, and I pretty I'm pretty sure uh, with the second time seeing it that it it worked. Mm-hmm. It had great pacing. It worked like up until, it up kept until my attention. Point. Okay. Uh, so and that point uh, is when they rescued Waller. Yeah. That's really where the movie falls apart. Mm-hmm. But real quick, so. We're going to jump back to Ayers real quick. So, a lot of his material uh, harkens to the the Los Angeles, somewhat Compton, like inner city right. thug. And that's Diablo. Mm-hmm. Okay, so th- I think that's how he was able to put more into Diablo than what people were expecting. Going into the movie, it was easy for me to see that. Okay. Uh, I knew Diablo would be a focus, despite the wave of reviews and criticism that I was aware of mm-hmm. before I saw it. Uh, it was easy to, for me to understand that. That wasn't a shock to me. Uh, he has a affinity for characters like that, oh, and I can see that. and it comes off very. It's almost like like 80s Spielberg with children. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. It clicked for him. Uh, errors. This is what clicks. And, and you know what? He comments he made about Marvel uh, and what you know what he said in response to criticism mm-hmm. of Suicide Squad the, the guy is gangster yeah like he, oh, yeah. he just throws you write what you know like, you, you write what you, you know, know. Uh, try and tell me Scorsese he's not in the mob <laughs> just try and tell me yeah <laughs> so yeah so the movie kind of took a turn uh, you mm-hmm. and I both agree but I mm-hmm. wanted to touch on what something I think people are missing and the people I think anyone listening to this anyone listening to this already has seen the movie right uh, and I'm hoping because you know we're, we're just not going to uh, protect our opinions because of spoilers so that, and I, that's a new Dream Warriors policy right okay there. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So meant to ask you before we started. Yeah. <laughs> is so, this spoiler free? Yeah, we 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 just we I just want to go. I okay. Now like, that works. Whatever you want to talk about, whatever I want to talk Screw about. Screw you! You should have saw the movie before you clicked. Yeah. <laughs> so the big criticism that I had while I was watching it the first time was how do you put? Why would you put this team together to fight? A female Doctor Strange. Right. And you said okay. that to me going and in. And I said that going in because I think you just were curious. Mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to spoil anything. No, no, it was no spoiler. I mean, I, it kind of cleared things up because going into it, I thought she was actually going to be part of the team. Yeah. From the way that it was all did, built yeah. up, I figured she was one of the early expendable ones because she wasn't in too many commercials. Yeah. And like most people, I thought the Joker was going to be the big yeah. baddie. And then after that Hot Toys came out, you devious, cheating bastards, I was like, ah, there's going to be some kind of Joker-Batman fight at the end with or, the Suicide Squad. Or just the Joker just being nuts. Exactly. Okay. Um, Which, that's kind of yeah. my biggest disappointment, and, is how much of him was lacking. Yeah, so, real quick, the Hot Toys we're referencing is a Joker-Batman. Right. Green and, green and purple yeah. bat suit. And... I would have lost my shit. If, right? If, if that, oh, if, my God. If it went there. And I really... There was a side of me that thought it was going to go that way because in that uh, the 
the one that they call Boxer Joker. The mm-hmm. one with him with the purple, like, the purple alligator skin trench coat. That's, you're referencing the pop, right? Yeah, the, the pop, yeah. Okay. I think it's in the other action figures and stuff, too. They call okay. him Boxer, because he's wearing boxer shorts. Like, like box, not underwear boxer shorts, but actual boxer shorts. And they have the, they have the back logo. Okay. <laughs> and it kind of established him being not obsessed, but like him defining the Dark Knight as his as his foe, his plaything. Yeah. <laughs> as uh, let me just turn off my uh, turn off my phone. Uh, yeah, and I just thought it was in line to that revelation. Mm-hmm. And. You know, like some of his tattoos right. kind of were about the Dark Knight. So, if, if, if they did that, I would have fucking won. I would have went nuts. Oh, definitely. And it would have been great. So, here here's a little bit of what I think people are missing. Uh, and I missed it. So, you have this criticism that how can you have essentially a team of non-meta humans right. going up against a, a meta mm-hmm. that... Superman would have trouble beating. That you would like even the main of Steel has would have trouble fighting the Enchantress. Right. Okay? It, it would almost take like Superman and the Flash, yeah, a distraction and a striker. Like okay, yeah. So here's here's what I this is what occurred to me. the The mission was not to fight the Enchantress. Right. The mission was to rescue Waller. This HP one nine whatever whatever code name that they designate to her. Mm-hmm. Rick Flag is the only one that knows that they're extracting her. Right. So that's the mission. Uh, when the Joker hijacks the helicopter and steals Harley, mm-hmm. uh, that's a hijacked helicopter. Right. That was their extraction. Mm-hmm. They were all supposed to go. Yep. And then Waller gets her single ride. Okay. Right. And she leaves, and she says, "I'm sending a Huey for you." Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, and then that's where the the story kind of takes a turn. Right. So the mission never was to fight the Enchantress. The mission was to uh, to move through an urban center. Mm-hmm. Okay, and extract the target, rescue the girl. Right. Essentially. So she did assemble a team that could do it, and they reference it when they get into the, that control room. Right. He's saying like you, you like you needed them. Like yeah. you could not have done this. And you, he, he yep. fumbles his like excuse or whatever. So that's the mission. So now now we have something everyone hates. Okay. Up until that point the, the I think the movie should have ended or they could have filled in more about Slipknot. They could have had more Joker. Oh yeah, they should have fleshed him out from the get go to bring him in right before the mission yeah, starts every, with no. Yeah, you all know, yeah. What so it would have been nice to flesh him out and then kill him because I, I would have cared a little I'm bit. I'm trying to remember. I think in the the original run, I'm almost positive Boomerang talks him into doing that. I believe it. I think that that is something that they talk from the um, those first couple issues, and. But it doesn't matter because everyone saw that coming. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you're you're taking other elements away to push this encounter with the Enchantress. Right. Okay. And I'm not saying that they they shouldn't shouldn't have tried to resolve the Enchantress. I don't. You don't know what happens sometimes. Uh, but it definitely was a bad decision. Yeah. Because they were too weak to fight her. Exactly. In, in all honesty, since they already spent the budget and took the time of doing that little Flash cameo to get Boomerang, yeah, he really should have just popped up at the end to give them a hand if it was going to be them going up against yeah. him. Then you're kind of fleshing him out a little bit before you're just going to throw him into the Justice League yeah. after Wonder Woman. Or something. But And here, here's the other thing that's a little bit missed that's not coming out about this. So... Everyone was upset about Maine of Steel, right? Like decimating Metropolis. And I get that because I think during that fight, if there was no heroic moments, mm-hmm. and that's the only thing you needed in that 
They only need a couple of heroic moments. Right. Of what of what you saw of Superman earlier in the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, when he's growing up. Yeah. Okay, and those are great moments. Like, oh yeah. You know, with the boss and the oil rig. Mm-hmm. Really cool stuff. He's too worried about kicking Zod's ass and not catching the people falling from yeah. the building. And he's supposed to be Superman. He can do both. Exactly. So, or he'll die trying. And people are, are get they get upset about that. That goes into the actual story to the point that it becomes part Batman vs Superman. Yeah. And then we get the final final conflict for that uh, in. I guess an island, right? There's an island between Metropolis and Gotham City. In the ge- geography of that movie. So, what they, they, they put Metropolis and Gotham like almost like across from each other. Yeah, you can see the uh, the old bat light from Metropolis, okay. which yeah. is just mind-boggling. Which is crazy, yeah. And then there's an island that they fight Doomsday on. Right. Okay. Um, so, nothing, no one, no collateral it's an empty island. You know, it's the rock. Okay? On a side note, while yeah. we're talking geography, I meant to ask you last night, what what comic reference is the Midway City? Is that where they were? I'm not, you know what? I'm not 100%. Because they said the city name like three times, yeah, and I was, was like, well, it's not Flash. It was it's not... Yeah, I'm not even sure. We should maybe try and because I was up, curious right? about that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I uh, kept, that's Coast City is Green Lantern, right? Yes. And then we got Central, Starling, or Star, depending on what incarnation. Gotham, Metropolis, Atlantis, Amazonia. Says it's loosely around Chicago. (laughs) I was telling her where DC had a Chicago. Yeah, it's just a... I don't think there's any hero based out of Midway that's City. That's based out of Midway. It's just one of the. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like I've heard that name before, though. That's strange. Yeah, I mean, it's it, people have like. There's been incarnations. It says here on Wiki of Doom Patrol, uh, Hawkman, Hawk Girl seemed to occupy it at one time. Okay. Yeah. Not nothing crazy. I gotcha. Yeah, so it's just, it's actually a throwaway DC city. So, yeah, and then you have Midway that gets complete, right? That that, that city becomes shut down. She Pretty takes, much. She takes it over. Yeah. Okay. So, the, the collateral damage yet in DC movies has not slowed down. No. So, the, the, so already, the, it just seems to be a world that's slowly crumbling to the will of these these metahumans in, in the DC film you right and it does not sit well like at all it just doesn't really make I mean at least like you can compare them to the Marvel movies but mm-hmm. the Marvel movies when they do citywide destruction it doesn't seem devastating right right like, it's it, it it's dev- you know like but it doesn't seem it's always contained and manageable. Yeah, Even the invasion in New York. Like, you don't have 30 skyscrapers falling. Yeah. Sure, you have windows smashing and explosions happening, but it's all manageable. Yeah. Maybe one or two skyscrapers come down from the Leviathan coming through. Yeah, because this one you had building after building. Exactly. And Batman Empty. versus Superman. You have yeah. 12 so, fallen because Zod punch superman throw him like so this is one of the things i wanted to to ask you about so i think this was another mess in 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 the movie and not a lot of people have touched on it the rick flag relationship with enchantress Mm -hmm. did you buy into that not really did you feel like even like at the bar scene when he's like did you read the part that i was in love with her like we were, we were like, sleeping yeah, together. Yeah, like it's yeah, so. I it just felt forced. It felt forced. I don't know if it was. They needed something to tether time. him to the team. That yeah. was. Or you don't have that element. Like you, like you find a, they 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 had a way to control her, mm-hmm. which is you just find the heart, right? Which they it. had. So the, I don't know what the love part had to do with it, other than the motivation at the end. 
to do something that they weren't sent out to do. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but at, at the end of the day, I thought that even hurt the movie because I, I, every time he talked about her, you, you, I didn't feel, I did not feel invested. Yeah. At all. No, it was just forced. Uh, Boomerang got a lot of criticism. Yeah, which is kind of a shame. He he had like a, a stolen moment in the movie for me. Yeah, I I, I was well, cracking well, when up he when he when bar, when yeah, everybody we gets like, their uh, their bombs shut off and he realizes he's free, he grabs like three beers off of the bar and just yeah. runs out the door, doesn't look back. <laughs> uh, he he definitely needed. I don't know why he didn't get a shot of filling the screen up with boomerangs. Right. And just doing what he can do. I don't understand how he he literally got no action time. Yeah, no, they didn't flesh him out at all. Yeah, and which was weird because on a character sense, he served a big purpose. Which he was he was an agitator of everybody. Yeah, like even to the end when mm-hmm. Waller puts him. Back in the puts him in solitude. Back in the cage. Like yeah. everyone yep. got what they wanted, and he ends up in solitude. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was like the funniest thing. So he and I don't understand because they had an opportunity to, to take something corny, and they they could have done something with Boomerang. Yeah. That that made him lethal. Mm-hmm. Okay. And. It, it's 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 weird because again I I get it I get that Will Smith and what you know like Will Smith like opened that movie like, yeah he was the only one that people knew going into it which is fine mm-hmm. but at at the end of the day like he needed one or two of those dead shot moments where you just really saw the guy being deadly and lethal even. Well, they, like, a good like, chunk even, of them needed it. Like, yeah. everyone kept... I All the reviews... Well, all the good reviews that I read said, like, Killer Croc stole the show in the end. For me, he really didn't. I, I missed... I did think, I miss something? Well, no. So, here's a little bit of what I think happened. Remember those early Twitter reviews came out? Right. And then there's, like, okay. two cuts of the movie, yeah, so, or... Yeah, so those Twitter reviews all said that the Joker was fantastic. Mm-hmm. You're going to love Batman. The, the movie delivers on all levels. And yeah, there were a couple people that said Killer Croc had me cracking up at the end. Had, like, stole the show at the end. Right. So, does that mean it's, like, the BET thing? I'm yeah, that's really what, sure. um... So, he he didn't do that. Right, the audience really didn't care. Right. Like, that we were at. Uh, both of the audiences that I saw it with. So, he got, like, no notes. He got, like, a couple more giggles with the second crowd. Mm-hmm. But nothing crazy. So, and then the early Twitter reviews that came out at the premiere, the Wednesday, were echoing their own different tone, which was positive. Okay. Was positive overall. So, that was just echoed. And then the real real stuff came out. And it was just, co- it, was, it was all, like, linear. It was all coherent. And everyone had the same problems. So, so here, here's a little bit of, of my take. If there was like universal perception mm-hmm. that Boomerang um, doesn't really do anything in the movie, right? Like they just feel like his character's paper. I mean, ninety percent of them are Katana, yeah. Boomerang. Yeah, and and that does that doesn't mean Boomerang's like the performance doesn't have nuance and right, right, within it. But at the end of the day, if there's the, if the overwhelming majority picks up on this. Mm-hmm. They're, they're picking up on it because they want to watch the movie. Right. And that's that's the only thing they care about. They're not film critics. Uh, yeah, Katana completely wasted. Okay? Yeah. Uh, we were discussing leaving the movie. That I, I don't understand how she's the only one with a magical weapon that couldn't have any power against a magical foe. Right. So magic doesn't beget magic in the DC film you. That was just confusing. Uh, mm-hmm. She could have been taken. She could have been out of the movie because here's the funny thing: the two times Rick Flag gets into trouble, okay, it, it's the squad that saves him. The squad him. saves him, not, not Katana, right? Okay, uh, Katana needed a moment to be his bodyguard, right? Like something snapped. They all in did. Someone or um, I think it would have been awesome if Katana, uh, like killed Slipknot. 
like if Slipknot tried to get Flag as opposed to trying to escape because yeah. at, at that point it sounded like you didn't buy the uh, the neck explosion. yeah because like you saw how like you saw how nuts Waller is like, yeah like which you, is fleshed out throughout the movie yeah, even more and, and, when she kills half yeah. her Argus people and, like and, and, you and then of, shoots down a helicopter in the city that's you know occupied with people <laughs> let's just shoot down a helicopter because the Joker has it into yeah. the streets so here here's here's a little bit on one of my questions so the 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 and this movie had too many helicopters going down. Yeah. Okay. The first one that goes down. Who, who shot that down? I don't know. Okay. Because <laughs> they kind of establish that some of these, like, putties. <laughs> That's a good way okay, to describe them. That some of them, like, if the uh, if the host has a gun or is military, they can fire a weapon. Because there is other weapon fire in the movie. Yeah. But that's not established. Uh, just talking artists here, I think the design for them was was maybe the worst. Yeah, like the worst of a legion that we've seen. Yeah, like yeah, they're really bad. They look like just caviar monsters. Yeah, just straight up caviar monsters. Yeah, it's really. Uh, so I'm going through some of my notes here. Um, a lot of people miss what Enchantress. We talked about this. What Enchantress says at the end about the rise of magic is coming from the metahumans right and the age this is a new age mm-hmm. so that was interesting uh would have been nice if that was elaborated on a little bit yeah that's where i'm saying they could have you already sprung the money for the flash just kind of use him yeah. a little bit more how cool how cool would it have been if they really because i like how they went all in mm-hmm. okay if there was another like dc hero that maybe like cameoed bust in a squad yeah, member or like, it would have been nice it would have been nice that shows up at that mo- like towards that moment at the end like yeah. Dr. Fate yeah or Constantine that would have been very Dude, cool if Constantine showed up oh man especially if they got Matt Ryan who's doing the yeah. dark voice for or the cartoon yeah. that fanboys would have shit themselves so, and so did they fail in introducing more of the the DC proper magic, I think so, right? I think they failed in that respect, and I think they failed in making me care about characters. Because yeah. by the end of this movie, a villain that you've paid handsomely, I'm sure, for the face of Will Smith to have, he's not really a villain anymore. Yeah. So where do you, you can't have him in a Batman movie. You can't... Wait, are you going to try and give me a Deadshot movie now? Maybe with Boomerang? Turn turn that into a buddy I, I would, Deadpool DC style? Because I think, they both love unicorns. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, so here's, here's a little bit of... Here's a little bit of my take in, in Deadshot. Again, I think something people are missing. And we'll talk about the, the dream sequences. Right. Because we, we both were aligned. Even though I had a little bit more time to think about mine. So, we... we yeah, so we we agree that the Deadshot one was off, right? The Harley Quinn one was off. Yes. The Rick Flag one was fine. For what it was, okay. yeah. And the Diablo one was just creepy. Yes. Okay, so here's the funny thing. Harley Quinn would never, right? Right. Never. They they did it backwards, like yeah. you were saying last they night. They did it backwards, but here's the funny thing. If you go with the Deadshot one. Mm-hmm. His fantasy is to kill Batman. Right. So in the movie, like you think he's kind of right, like you think he's normal somewhat because mm-hmm. he's vocal and he says things and he's and he's funny. And he's you know triangle bitch. Right. Yeah. But his fantasy is to it's still murder. Mm-hmm. Like he's not turned. Right. No. He's still a bad guy. Yes. And I think again, everyone kind of missed on that, but it doesn't take away from it. They should have been flicked. Right. Okay. Uh, so here, real quick, let me answer because people were commenting, a lot of comments on the editing. Everyone tried to talk like that. They uh, they know editing. <laughs> Everyone says that the editing for the movie was off and horrible. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't tell you. I don't really. 
no editing per se. I I didn't pick up I, on anything. I I know an great. enjoyable movie and a movie that I don't like. I thought the pacing for this was good. Like my biggest issue is my biggest issue with Batman versus Superman. The third act just falls apart. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's DC's curse. Marvel has the three strikes. Your third movie's crap. DC has our third act is crap. Yeah. <laughs> a trilogy of acts, a trilogy of movies. And what about the the music? I thought what's the, your view on the music? I thought the soundtrack was good, although um, get it's kind of perplexing me why now all of a sudden every comic book movie is just throwback. Yeah, I can't I, can't we get something I, a little? I think because from a publishing comparison, I think because of the similarities with Guardians mm-hmm. and how they had. I think both movies had a similar tone and humor. Right. That uh, this is a format now. Yes. It's a way to present these characters. And you know what? I think with using catchy music when you're introing a character establishes the mood of the character. And oh, yeah. It, it, like, in a way that we really don't see. I think this is a, it's a newer technique that's emerging. Uh, especially Star Wars in mm-hmm. the beginning of Guardians. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, Great scene. Cherry Bomb, when the Guardians are gearing up. Right. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, this is very similar. I think for this movie, though, they did Slim Sh- you know, they did Eminem. Yeah. Okay. While they're gearing up, I don't think that got over as well. Right, because that one was just out of place. All the rest of them had that, like, the yeah. oldies throwback. And then in the middle, you just you got yeah. Eminem getting down. And with it was, two, I, I think it was a little too literal. Yeah. Uh, it was a misfire, but it's still the same attempt. Mm-hmm. It's the same approach. Uh, I'm not really against it. I don't think Guardians 2 is going to have so many of those moments. I think it'll have a good poppy soundtrack. Oh, yeah. It's not going to have um, moments that define characters like it did because... Guardians, unless they introduce different characters. Well, I mean, we're supposedly yeah. getting three new ones in that, additions to the team. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. we have Nebula, so, Yondo, Manus. Yeah, so, exactly. Baby so, Group might have his own yeah. little <laughs> new um, thing going on. So, real quick, so overall, what do you think... Star-Lord's like, dad. Yes. Oh, well, we all... Stallone. We all know how that's gone. Even uh, Stallone? Yeah, uh, Stallone could have. Why is he doing in that movie? I don't know. Do you know? Apparently, people saw him on set, kind of dressed up as like Judge Dredd. So I'm under, I'm almost mm-hmm. wondering if he's Nova. Oh, or he could be one. Well, he can't be Nova. Like Nova Prime. He, like he's uh, got, a, or maybe he's one of the. Yeah, maybe he could be a Nova Corps member. Something. Yeah. Maybe Nova, like, is Nova, Glenn Close coming back? Maybe they're maybe, switching. Or, or maybe he's yeah he's above her like on the military sense. Or something, or because Nova essentially in the comics mm-hmm. works as a teenager, like he he's a young dude. He's okay. almost like a Bobby Drake, okay, like an Iceman, I didn't uh, know Human that. Torch. Okay, I think now he's even younger. I think he's really young now really? in the comics. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, but Nova is another example of uh, it's like their Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. It's a concept that's been around has has never laced it on its own for more than a few years. What if he's Adam Warlock? He can't be Adam Warlock. I'm just he saying. But what if he was? But what if... Guardians, the post credit sequence for Guardians has got to be that 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 cocoon opening with like an arm coming out to set up what could possibly kill Thanos in Infinity War. Right. It's got to be... and And... Shame on Fox for allowing Marvel to do that because they they have they have claimed Adam Warlock. Ah, you know, I didn't he, know that. He came up through Fantastic Four. So Fantastic ah. Four, I think early Fantastic Four, like fifty or issue sixty two or sixty three or something. Okay. Yeah. So and that character had its resurgence in the seventies with Jim Starlin. Okay. Who wrote it? And Starlin is the guy that created Mar- like what I consider like Marvel Cosmic proper. Okay. And since at that point, um, two guys, Lanning and Abnett, or the guys that came back to write Guardians, 
that redid the cosmic proper. Okay. Okay, because there was a gap uh, within the 90s. You had the Infinity Gauntlet, and it was like too much cosmic. They drove it into the ground, and those two guys brought it back and went more towards the Starland stuff than what happened in the 90s, because in the 90s it was just nuts. But Adam Warlock emerged as the opposite of Thanos. Yeah. The only guy that could wield the Infinity Gauntlet right. without... You know, going insane, which he inevitably does yeah. anyway. Right. But it, uh, am I mistaken in he's the Captain Marvel that died of cancer and came no, back? No, or is Adam he a Warlock, different character yeah. completely? So, there's been multiple Captain Marvels. The right. Captain Marvel that died of cancer was... was I think it was Malval. That was the the pronounced the and he he was just like one of a soldier like of a line. Okay. And he was just like a powered alien essentially. Um, there was one before him. There was even a, a African American girl with an afro in the eighties. Okay. The all white Captain Marvel. And at that point, I'm pretty sure they stuck with Captain Marvel being a female. From, well, I know there was the, the blue one. The guy who had like the blue skin, he was almost oh, with yeah. the stars I, and whatnot. I, I that, that might be one of the ultimate ones. But either way, yeah, they they um they did work him back. I'm pretty sure that was the ultimate. Okay. But the, if it's the blue one, they're we're replacing the blue with the green from Marvel like six one six. Okay. It's it's fucking complicated. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, so, um, but overall, was Suicide Squad, was it trash? Was it? I don't think it's trash. I, I, it's a fun popcorn movie. If, if you're going into a movie expecting 100% coherent storytelling, that, not that it's not, it just. Like, it's, it's the logical leap at the end that if these guys can go up against the Enchantress. Yeah. And that's where, that's literally where it I guess apart. I guess my biggest problem is, is you have this Expendables team, and you, there's really no wait. You, you kill one guy before we even know him. Yeah. And then yeah. you, you kind of kill another one that we don't even really see happen. Yeah. I, fe- I felt more for the soldier underneath who had to push the button to detonate it, knowing, like, I'm yeah. about to die to just blow a hole through the... And, to, and real quick, like, uh, Joker. Good? Yeah. Good, good, from what I saw. So, would, would the you, the you, only criticism that I have, like, I could get past the tattoos, which I'm still not totally crazy about, I, I and I the wish the tattoo parlor was in was in yeah. the movie. I, I, there was so much of that that was obviously not it, there. It's that slight gangster twinge i get they made him a gang but he has that like 1950s that's my girl yeah like do do you think he's almost like like, too bugsy like if you will cartoon that scene in like the strip club or whatever Mm -hmm. even though it it was stupid that he like shot him but up until that point though because it does like jump cuts yeah like but what like i thought that was unsettling to kind of like, because you don't even know what Harley's like motivation is, but she goes all in on like that t- tattooed common guy. Yeah, like she goes all in on what the Joker wants, mm-hmm. and you don't like you don't know what the two of them are doing in that scene. Right, like what's what's the play here? Okay, because obviously the Joker just can't go around killing whoever because he needs like business partners. Right, he needs people need to play he, nice. He needs like. A, like a board mm-hmm. okay but at the same time dude like he's like this guy who's in the club with him mm-hmm. is like a bad motherfucker right and the joker is like unsettling that guy and i thought that was like an awesome scene definitely because uh, even with her just the way how she just goes from like dancing and she's like you want to be my boyfriend or mm-hmm. i think you're cute and you're almost like, dude, like, what is happening? Like, I won't like, even lie. I was, I was feeling for common when yeah. Jared Leto got right up in his face and said, yeah. "I forget what he says, but he's like inches away." And I, I, I just felt chills. And like, yeah, and there's so he's many, a solid Joker. There's it so just, many lines in the trailers that are not in. Right. Like, I want to show you my toys and stuff. Like, what is that mm-hmm. even? Like, what's he referencing? In that? Well, I mean, we like, might, we might actually get more of that common backstory in deleted scenes. I, like, I, there might I'm be of, something I'm there. Sick of these I feel ultimate. you. I'm, I don't want it either. I'm sick of it. I, I don't. So I, but either way, I just think the move that they have to do now, and they 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 got announce it tomorrow, meaning Monday. 
<laughs> is they need the Harley Joker movie that sets up the Batman solo movie. Yeah. Okay, because I think teasing the Dark Knight the way they've been doing, even back BBS, mm-hmm. there's a tease for that solo movie. Right. Teasing him in this context with those two is just nuts. Yeah. And I, I thought he was a little misused everyone says he was used like perfectly but you, you only saw him in the beginning of the movie right he's and, in a flashback a yeah, dream sequence and, and i hate i hate that he's like a dead shot like dead shot now is a batman villain. yeah it's just weird yeah um he should just be dc look, villain because yeah, he's they, a world assassin they didn't have to do that and i think they they should have had him take out dead shot yeah like he he had to drop on him. He says this thing. I don't want to do this in front of your daughter. He should have had him. This is like almost like Christian Bale. Like disassemble that guy's ability to mm-hmm. draw a weapon. Yeah. Like dissect the joints. Yeah. And inflict the punishment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I think the Christian Bale Batman would like. Oh, know, he'd have two broken hands. He's yeah, not picking up like a no gun. Time. He was yep. just like, okay, like doof doof doof. Okay. But, um, well, I mean, even that Batman. How many people did he kill in Batman versus Superman? And you're going to arrest the world's most deadly yeah, assassin. You're killing low-level you, guys you left and right. This one? But, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, your daughter's here, so I'm just going to take you in. But shoot but that, that son of a bitch. that's them trying to... But see, that's a lot of the stuff you heard in those initial early movies. That, like, they corrected that in this one. So was that the scene they were referencing? Yeah, right. It's stupid. Yeah, yeah. no, it's... So, so here, here's the thing. So with this, with the Ryan Tomatoes petition and all of that, I kind of do feel there's like a Warner Brothers initiative to create hype and to drive down like bad reviews. I really do. Uh, because we've kind of had two movies now that had this initial Twitter, Twitter wave. Right. Kind of like probably paid reviews. That hit the blog sphere. They some of them get published, mm-hmm. and everything comes out in the wash. Right. Okay. But it, I think it's it's very misleading. I think uh, being more cognitive over the movies you're making and the decisions uh, around those movies is the best type type of advertising. It definitely. Um, we saw it work for Civil War. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's worked for all of Marvel. Their yeah. track record is what excites me for what's coming. Yeah. So, 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 real quick, uh, maybe we'll talk more about this later. Time. Over or under? Over or under? Will Doctor Strange be the biggest three D movie ever? <sighs> no. 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 I It'll be up there. I think it will be. I think it's going to overtake whatever uh, Avatar did. I'll say things. I'll say it'll be maybe top three, yeah. guaranteed top ten. I, th- I think there's going to be a trailer that comes out that will push those 3D tickets that will show more of what that movie looks like in 3D. Because the psychedelic stuff. Oh, yeah. Only I'm excited. Itself. You know, like, I'm not, I gotta look it up. But I would think Finding Dory had strong 3d numbers but the trend's over at that point and kind of the 3d trend might be over right there's less and less 3d screenings and everything's just like real hd or whatever or like super res i mean i still see a fair amount of 3d screenings so maybe this i wonder if i wonder if those projectors are outfitted for 3d they are regardless like they are there's imax like regardless of whatever i don't know it's interesting i would take the over because i i think the, that's a part of that movie that fires, like it fires the imagination. Oh, definitely. It gets I you mean, going. it'll you know, it'll as, draw in a crowd, but uh, but all right. Well, look, let's 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 wrap it up. Dream Dream Warriors, wrapping it up. We have a uh, concert to go to. Right, right. Are we drinking? We drank a we kind of drank a lot yesterday. Yeah, no, I'm good on the drinking. Did you get, did you get beer shots No, I no, I didn't even have a hangover. No, I didn't. But dude, like whatever. I think it's just because we were drinking kind of like erratically throughout the day and i was yeah. just eating garbage but I dude like that. it cut through my like i woke up today and it was like <laughs> photo finish <laughs> nah. <laughs> it was like, nah i was i was pretty yeah. golden but uh, we, should, so. we should at least you know like a couple i'll probably times. grab one I, I only got like 25 after paying for parking here in the toll and yeah. beer's gonna be like 18 bucks all, i got some, you know, man. i know yeah. i know but you know 
No, you're the one that's what pays. You got to, and uh, this entire time we've been drinking Ecto Cooler. Hey yo, we fall so hard. Yeah. So like you're souped up on on Monster Uber. Yep, Uber Monster, Monster Uber, Bio a Red Bull. Bioactivated. Bio yeah, I saw that. And I and I have my Reanimator coffee. Ah. Yeah. Beyond Reanimator? No. Nah, like Jeffrey just, Combs coffee? Nah, it's just like. Well, what the hell are you telling me about a it for? Coffee that's ah. Like double. It's well, a double caffeine shot. Well, at least it's local. Soup. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. I can know, appreciate I like that. That's fine. That's fine. Plug the locals. Yeah. It's good. And so we got we got things coming up too, right? We're going to be. We're narrow. I'm narrowing everything for YouTube. Right. We're building you a YouTube. Uh, show yep yep that'll be beyond, coming soon beyond the norm beyond the norm <laughs> <laughs> and what you'll you'll talk about just really abby normal yeah movies out, out of the realm yeah. out of left field i love it kind of how the hell did this get made you, that you have a affinity for that i do i and, do i love crap movies i, I don't I, I, I like I, I you know on a side note I watched Sharknado 4 over the weekend I did I and I recorded I seen any of them. Uh, well Steve Gutenberg actually has a, a Lava Lantula movie that I didn't know about oh, and Lava okay. Lantula 2 just aired Steve Gutenberg's looking pretty jacked. Yeah, oh, I yeah, only yeah. bring him up yeah. because a couple of I times we've up. referenced yeah. him on the show, yeah, and know, he's always, back. Yeah. Well, and for VHS Adventures, we got yeah. we got one of his yeah. movies. Oh, yep. So. So good. So we got we got we got a lot going on. Uh, Hopefully a pet shop commentary. Yeah. God willing. And we will. Deluca. Yeah. We'll be. Well, here here's the thing. So the YouTube channel was supposed to launch last Thursday. Right. Or Wednesday. Okay. And as soon as I sat down to finalize everything, there was literally a, an avalanche of extra other work I had to do. Okay. Just mm-hmm. stuff I overlooked, and I'm still doing it marching towards it so it's i pushed it back to this wednesday right up. so probably by the time people listen to the next episode okay but everything's gonna be linked up it's always linked and yeah and that's it and i guess we'll shoot for we have a couple more episode topics to, to go through right i wanted to, to elaborate uh i think maybe, maybe we should just sit down and talk about vhs adventures okay and what what we're trying to do with that, and have that as as a um, extension to because you know we'll we'll have two episodes off relatively soon. Okay. That. And then we gotta, you know, summer's ending. We gotta yeah gotta do more filming or find more places to go. Yeah, definitely. Okay. The yard yeah. sales will be drying up soon, yeah. so we might wanna yeah do a round of yeah just driving around Jersey and PA. All right. Yeah, we'll sign off. Say goodbye. Alrighty. Goodbye. 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 Good.